Hello, and welcome to another episode of Whole and Complete Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shantae, and Whole and Complete is all about faith and wellness, loving God and living well. Y'all, let me tell you, I was all set to roll out a new episode about the new year and kind of like setting us up for a little mini break. And then like my whole world blew up, like it literally just blew up. <laughs> um, So for those of you who are new to this podcast, that this is your first episode, Whole and Complete is a series based podcast and I am breaking protocol today. This is going to be a one off. And y'all know I hate doing these because it messes up the count. So at some point, I'm either going to have to do like a two series, two episode series or like a four episode series just to get the numbers back in alignment. But I could not leave this year without offering you guys an episode, without offering you a few words and tell you what the heck had happened. So today on today's episode, this one off this random thread um in the usual series pattern we are talking about new year and new habits and we have a guiding scripture for this episode which is coming from ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 4 and 5 and it says this when you make a vow to god do not delay in fulfilling it because he does not delight in fools fulfill what you vow it is better that you do not vow than that you vow and not fulfill it And I use this scripture because, you know, this is the time of year where people start making all kind of declarations and resolutions and start talking about this is going to be my year and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, you know, you have to be careful what you say, because, (laughs) you know, sometimes those things happen and sometimes they don't. And so I'm going to just kind of like offer a little bit of a framework in terms of what are the types of things that we need to be doing to position ourselves to actually execute the things that we say that we're going to do? And so the things that we're going to be talking about today is, first of all, boom goes the dynamite. I'm going to tell you how my week just blew up. These past couple of weeks have just blown up. Uh, number two, fewer goals, better habits. And three, Zach and Zoe. And I'll explain all that as we get there. So Two weeks ago, I experienced like the highest highs and the lowest lows, right? I was all set to share some amazing and exciting news. And then my world literally blew up, right? So part of the exciting news is that I am hosting a retreat next year. The whole and complete retreat is coming. And I wanted to say that a couple of weeks ago, but then life blew up and I had to put that on hold. So I just literally announced that within the past day or so. So if you are not following me on Dr. Shante Says on Facebook, on Instagram, then you can go and get more information about that. But it's really interesting, the timing of everything that went down in my personal life, because I had just finished the relationship with God conversation with uh, Minister Gail Cranbull from the last series. And we talked about how that spoon fed Sunday school faith really does not serve you when life blows up and life blew up and I had to step away from the podcast and deal with some fires burning in my life. And I will spare you the long and drawn out details because this situation is still evolving. Actually, these situations are still evolving. But the long and the short is that my mother and my daughter had these simultaneous health crises And I had to choose between being there for one instead of being there for the other. And so obviously it was my daughter. And, you know, I've spoken in the past about some of these health challenges that my mother has had. And so this one just came like completely out of nowhere. And they, like the family was all set to go to like Disney for Christmas. And so 
that was kind of like my mom and dad's like, hey, everybody, let's go to Disney World or what have you. And then, you know, my annual New Year's trip, you know, where I'm usually out of the country for the new year. Yeah, it's it, it ain't happening, Captain. Um, <laughs> that though, both of those trips just completely blew up. OK, like so that cookie has crumbled and both of them even today are still battling health issues. And just about everybody I know, like in a three mile radius has COVID or know somebody that has COVID like this Omicron variant has just been rampant. And so it's just canceled so many plans and it's just been a rough few days. And as far as, you know, the health issues with my mom and my daughter, we do seem to be through the worst of it. Okay. So that is how I have the bandwidth to return to this platform and offer a few thoughts as we head into 2022. But yeah, like, two major players in my life both went into like hospital type situations at the same time and I was like oh my gosh what just happened (laughs) like I just felt like the rug got snapped from underneath my feet so any prayers that you all can offer I would truly appreciate but aside from that you know as I reflect this year has been really amazing for me you know for the first time I really created a vision And I made a digital vision board and I saved that vision board as a picture that became the screensaver for my laptop and my phone. And it's really easy to do. And I will share my vision board on uh, social media so you guys can see how it turned out. But it started with five words. Okay, so before I even drew any pictures into it or what have you, I started with five words that I wanted to use to frame how I was going to approach the year. And my five words were balanced reciprocal, free, systematic, and receptive. Balance and reciprocity were really important because I've spent too many years of my life living lopsided, putting too much emphasis on work or too much emphasis on this platform or too much emphasis on one-sided friendships or dead-end relationships or doing for others at the expense of myself. And I realized that I was often the person that was the go-to, right? The person that was always saying, hey, why don't we do this? And why don't we do that? And let's do this and let's do that. Instead of being the one that actually got to say yes, because I was actually invited to go somewhere or see something or do something. And so balance and reciprocity in those areas and relationships was really important to me. Systematic was a word on my list because when you run a platform and a business, systems matter. Like systems are everything. You cannot be making this stuff up on the fly and expect it to magically work out. You know, you can't just wing it. And I hired an assistant who has been incredibly patient with me. Like I could not work for me. I I would fire myself as a client. Ingrid, if you are listening, I love you (laughs) because I am, I'm a pain in the butt because it is so hard to get me to sit down long enough to actually plan. And when I finally do have the time, I don't always have the bandwidth. So systematic is going back on the list this year. That is something that I need to continue to cultivate and really just nail down my systems. The word free was important because I wanted to be debt free. And being debt free would allow me so many other types of freedom, freedom to invest, freedom to explore, freedom to play, freedom to travel, time freedom. And so I was very disciplined about finances this year. And then last but not least, the word I had was receptive. I told myself that I would be open to the possibility of love this year which was really a push. That was definitely like, that one almost didn't make it on the list. Like we got all the way into like the fourth quarter of the year. And I was like, "Mm." because, you know, 
dating and all of that, it requires you to people. And I don't like to people. Like, I love y'all, but like, I love y'all from like this microphone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it's, 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 I'm an introvert. Have we had this conversation about like being an introvert? And introverts don't like to people. Like, be, peopling is draining. But it was on the list. And I said I would, would open myself up to the possibilities. So in 2022, we are going to have the dating series that I keep promising. And I promise y'all are going to need like some Schlitz malt liquor and Jiffy Pop popcorn for that series. Because baby, I got some stories. But I opened myself up to that process. And I have and all of those things. So from trying to be balanced and reciprocal and systematic and free and receptive and open to to relationships and being vulnerable and those types of things, I have grown. I have truly grown from being this intentional about how I would approach the year. At the end of it, my friend groups, okay, so I had to do some editing. But right now, my friend groups are so strong and so tight. I have some ride or die women in my tribe. And we have held space for one another all year for one another's joys and pains. And I can honestly say that I truly feel loved and supported. And so I just that's a whole nother series, a friendship series about, you know, finding your tribe that that's a different series. And we'll get to that in 2022 as well. But I truly do feel like I have grown in those areas relationally, which is a step for me because I tend to be very kind of intellectual and strategic and usually very much in my head, but not much about the, the peopling. And so I have really stretched myself in the peopling this year and I have grown from that and I'm actually grateful for that experience. But I would say the biggest noticeable change has actually been in my appearance. So since the pandemic started, I've dropped close to 70 pounds and I'm very disciplined about body recomposition and changing my relationship with food. I mean, it really has been a great year. And I realized that what changed was that I focused less on my goals and more on my habits, which brings us to fewer goals, more habits. So let's define habit because you know how I do. A habit is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So pretty much you do it so much to the point where you don't even think about it, right? So this year, instead of obsessing about losing weight and inches, I focused on the habits that I would need to achieve certain results, right? So what are the things that I was willing to do, um, willing to do and able to do repeatedly until it became less and less about what I was doing to achieve a goal and more and more about who I was becoming in the pursuit of that goal, if that makes sense. And I have read some really good books this year. And one of them was Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think I mentioned that in the uh, Relationship with Food series. But if you are looking to really get into your mindset being more consistent, I highly recommend that book. But this year, I do want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. Instead of saying, you know, I want to save more money, which there's nothing wrong with that goal, I want you to start thinking about the habits of a fiscally responsible person. What would a fiscally responsible person do? What would a financially responsible person do in day-to-day life in a situation? How would a financially responsible person approach eating lunch every day if they go to work? How would a financially responsible person approach spending on the weekends? What would they do to regularly save? How often would they check their bank balance? How much money would they have allocated per paycheck? Um, How would they set it up so that it would deduct, I mean, uh, be deposited automatically? What kinds of safeguards would they put in place so that the funds could not be easily accessed? All of those are habit 
questions. In other words, what does a financially responsible person do in day-to-day life? What does a financially responsible person do in terms of how they set up payroll and, and deposits and all of those things? And so it's less about, I want to save more money and more about here's what I am doing as a financially responsible person. Another example, instead of saying, you know, well, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds this year, ask yourself, what kind of habits do I need to cultivate in order to move me closer to that goal? For me personally, I can honestly attribute my success to a single article of clothing. Shout out to the sports bra, because after my morning hygiene routine, my sports bra is the next thing that I reach for. I don't even think about it. Like it, it is really habit at this point. And so I reach for that and it tells my mind, oh, she's getting dressed to work out. And then once I dropped my daughter off at school, you know, so while school was in session, I never went home. I went straight to the gym and it got to the point where everybody at the front desk of the gym knows me by name now. And when I leave, they're like, see you tomorrow, because that was the habit. And how did I cultivate the habit? It was like, Think about the things that you're already doing on a day-to-day basis. You already have habits. And so I hope you brush your teeth every day. So after you brush your teeth or after you shower or what have you, and you're getting ready in the morning, what does that process look like? What can be changed? What can be altered? How can you pivot ever so slightly so that you can develop a new habit that goes along with the habits that you already have? I had to get dressed every morning anyway. I was already in the habit of getting dressed, but what I changed was what I put on my body. That was the change in the habit. And that one change, y'all, is how I have gotten as far as I have gotten because I did it daily. Sports bra, daily. Gym, daily. Workout, daily. But it all started with that one habit. And so I want you guys to, to think about that. And... After I worked out, you know, then it became, you know, about the post-workout period because, you know, you can't outwork a bad diet. So did I have my protein ready and where was it set up and how could I easily access it? You know, all of those things. And now I can honestly say, I didn't think I would ever be able to say these words out of my life. I mean, out of my mouth in my adult life, but I'm actually a fit person. I am actually in good shape. I train like an athlete. And those are two words, fit healthy athlete like those are words that I would have never associated with myself ever because in the past I was always looking for the quick fix the quick results the rapid weight loss the magic number once I get down to this number then you then what you're gonna go back and do all the things that you did that got you above that number to begin with I was never invested in becoming an actual healthy person and none of that changed until I developed habits. Last year, you know, I offered around this time, I offered one-on-one coaching called Onward and Onboard. So pretty much if you are just kind of like struggling about how do I want to approach this year? I really want to be intentional about it. I want to set better habits and, and kind of get myself started and move it in the right direction. I am offering a handful of those sessions again this year. So if you are interested in going through the vision exercise that I created and kind of charting a map for the types of habits that are necessary for you to get to where you want to go, just shoot me an email, uh, Shante at believingbigger.com, Shante, S-H-A-N-T-E at believingbigger.com. And we can talk about setting up a Zoom meeting so that we can kind of talk about where you want to go and what you want to do. And then ultimately, I will be happy to offer you that session so that we can walk through your vision.
for 2022. And last but certainly not least, let's talk about Zach and Zoe. So who the heck are Zach and Zoe? I am going to close this episode by giving a shout out to my niece and my nephew who are ages four and two respectively. What do they have to do with this podcast? What do they have to do with the new year? What do Zach and Zoe have to do with anything? Hear me out. Kids are funny. (laughs) Uh, They are funny and they are so honest. They just, you know, they just tell it like it is. And this summer, my daughter was their nanny and she would come home and tell me about her adventures with the kids and some of the things that they had started to do and some of the habits that they were starting to develop. And one thing that they had got into the habit of doing was when they were having a tantrum, when they got upset, they would put their foot down and say, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's how they would say it. I'm not going to eat my lunch anymore. I'm not going to play with my brother anymore. I'm not going to hug you anymore. I'm not going to take a nap anymore. And so (laughs) it just became so funny to me. I'm like, look at these little kids talking about what they ain't going to do anymore. But you know, the more I thought about it and, you know, laughed and what have you, the, the wisdom of that really started to preach to me. It really did. It started to minister to my soul. Do you know that that approach, that that childlike philosophy of toddlers and preschoolers is what I used to set all of the boundaries that I needed to set in my life for 2021? I started to look at all of the mindsets that did not serve me. I started to look at the relationships that drained me. I started to look at the foods that inflamed me. And you know what I started doing? I started making declarations over my life that I wasn't going to be putting up with certain things anymore. I wasn't going to entertain certain foolishness anymore. I wasn't interested in staying connected with certain people anymore. And too often what keeps us trapped in unhealthy situations is the difference between what I call desire and decision. Desire is what you want to happen decision is what is going to happen. When my niece and nephew went around talking about what they were and were not going to do anymore, they were decided. Okay. Now, obviously they didn't have any power to enforce these things, but when they said them, their minds were made up. And I realized that I needed to stop being indecisive. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And as we close out the year, I want you to think about any of the ways that you have been double-minded. Think about any of the ways that you have been indecisive and undecided. And when you recognize the things that no longer have a place in your life, I encourage you to start making declarations as well, that you're not going back to that anymore, that you're not putting up with that anymore, that you're not going to be treated that way anymore, that you're not going to be binging anymore, that you're not going to be numbing with sex and alcohol anymore, that you're not letting folks come to your house all hours of the night eating up your food anymore. You are not letting people trespass over your emotions and your boundaries anymore, that you are not participating in one-sided friendships anymore. Okay. And watch your stress decrease and your peace increase. Bosha, let me grab my tambourine and shake it a couple of times because, honey, I can testify. It works. Okay, once you start talking about what you're not going to do anymore, 
it's amazing how your life will change. And so I just had to give a shout out to Zach and Zoe out of the mouths of babes comes wisdom for the elders. So that is my charge to you as we go into 2022. You know, as I mentioned, I am hosting the whole and complete retreat in 2022 It's going to be April 28th through May the 1st in Scottsdale, Arizona. It is just uh, a beautiful and luxurious, lush desert location. And registration for that opens up in January. And so you can follow me at Dr. Shante Says for more information about that. Or you can tiptoe over to wholeandcompleteretreat.com for a sneak peek. We're still putting the finish, uh, final and finishing touches on all of the information that's going to be available for registration. But if you just kind of want to go over there and take a peek at what's in store, then you can do that at wholeandcompleteretreat.com. And I will return in two weeks. And when I do return, we will jump right into our next series, which is the self-love series. And it is going to be a good one. Thank you all for your patience with me. Thank you for being patient when life blows up because it just does. You know, life does not care that I'm Dr. Shantae and I have a platform and a podcast and people are waiting for episodes. Life just doesn't care about any of that. And so I appreciate your patience with me. I appreciate your prayers as these medical situations uh, resolve themselves for the better. And I pray that God will sincerely bless you in the new year, just bless you richly and give you the desires of your heart. I pray that you stay safe and healthy out in these COVID variant streets. And I will see you guys in two weeks. Happy new year.